Blog Talk Radio. In Genesis, Jesus Christ is the seed of the woman. In Exodus, he is the Passover lamb. In Leviticus, he is our high priest. In Numbers, he is the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. In Deuteronomy, he is the prophet like unto Moses. In Joshua, he is the captain of our salvation. In Judges, he is our judge and lawgiver. In Ruth, he is our kinsman redeemer. In First and Second Samuel, he is our trusted prophet. In Kings and Chronicles, he is our reigning king. In Ezra, he is the rebuilder of the broken down walls of human life. In Esther, he is our Mordecai. In Job, he is our ever-living redeemer. In Psalms, he is our shepherd. In Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, he is our wisdom. In Song of Solomon, he is our loving bridegroom. In Isaiah, he is the Prince of Peace. Jeremiah, he is our righteous branch. In Lamentations, he is our weeping prophet. In Ezekiel, he is the wonderful four-faced man. In Daniel, he is the fourth man in life's fiery furnace. In Hosea, he is the faithful husband, forever married to the backslider. In Joel, he is the baptizer with the Holy Ghost and fire. In Amos, he is our burden bearer. In Obadiah, he is mighty to save. In Jonah, he is our great foreign missionary. In Micah, he is the messenger of beautiful feet. In Nahum, he is the avenger of God's elect. In Habakkuk, he is God's evangelist crying, Revive thy works in the midst of the years. Zephaniah, he is our savior. In Haggai, he is the restorer of God's lost heritage. In Zechariah, he is the fountain opened up in the house of David for sin and uncleanliness. And in Malachi, he is the son of righteousness, rising with healing in his wings. In Matthew, he is the king of the Jews. In Mark, he is the servant. In Luke, he is the son of man, feeling what you feel. In John, he is the son of God. In Acts, he is the savior of the world. In Romans, he is the righteousness. God. In 1 Corinthians, he is the rock, solid as your In 2 Corinthians, he is the triumphant one, giving victory. In Galatians, he is your liberty. He set you free. In Ephesians, he is the head of the church. In Philippians, he is your joy. In Colossians, he is your completeness. In 1 and 2 Thessalonians, he is your hope. In 1 Timothy, he is your faith. In 2 Timothy, he is your stability. In Philemon, he is your benefactor. In Titus, he is truth. In Hebrews, he is your perfection. In James, he is the power behind your faith. In 1 Peter, he is your example. In 2 Peter, he is your purity. In 1 John, he is your life. In 2 John, he is your pattern. In 3 John, he is your motivation. In Jude, he is the foundation of your faith. In Revelation, he is your coming king. He is the first and the last, beginning and the end. He is the keeper of creation, the creator of all. He's the architect of the universe and the manager of all time. He always was, he always is, and he always will be. Unmoved, unchanged, undefeated, and never undone. He was bruised and brought healing. He was pierced and he's pain. He was persecuted and brought freedom. He was dead and brought life. He is risen and brings power. He reigns and brings peace. The world can't understand him. The armies can't defeat him. Schools can't explain him and the leaders can't ignore him. Hair couldn't kill him. Pharisees couldn't confuse him. The people couldn't hold him. Nero ah. couldn't crush him. Hitler couldn't silence him. The New Age can't replace him. And Oprah can't explain him away. He is life, love, longevity, and more. He is goodness, kindness, gentleness, and God. He is holy, righteous, mighty, powerful, secure. His ways are right. His word is eternal. His will is unchanging, and his mind is on me. He is my redeemer. He is my 
my comfort. He is my Lord and he rules my life. Inspiring and encouraging you all day long. Jesus in the Morning Radio with Barbara.
Radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Excuse me, Mr. Rant Allen this morning. And I want to do your will. I want to run this race until. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm with Rance when he is right. Yeah, I am on his side this morning. I want to do his will. I want to do what he say. I want to do it just his way. Yeah, because if I do his will and do it his way, I'm blessed. Yeah, and he's pleased. So I'm excited this morning to be back. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for coming through the archives and listening and all of those things, the podcast. I thank you so much. God bless you this morning. God bless you. And uh, everything went well over the weekend for the wake and the funeral and last week, all the the do-hars and the do-dads and all that I had to get done. So I'm thankful unto the Lord for good friends. You don't have many friends, and I can tell you that. You only have a few, and that few you have, we got to treat them as precious gold because they're always there for you. Yeah. A lot of people think, well, if I got friends, they give me money. These are my friends. No, no, no. No. Friends don't just give money. Friends come in a time of need with encouraging words that will lift you up. I'm praying for you. You'll see the prayers going for some time there. Type the prayer so you can see it. So you'll know I am praying for you. Yeah. Friends come every morning. Many times, certain friends, not all friends, because You know, we're all in different places sometimes, different states, different countries, but we're still friends. Many of us are still brothers and sisters in Christ. So some friends come every morning with a greeting, good blessed morning, Uh, you know, all kind of things that make your day get started. And, no, I'm here for you, I'm praying for you, I'm with you, all of that. And that's a beautiful thing. Some come to the chat room every morning that they can be there and control the chat room. <laughs> yeah, but look. <laughs> Y'all know I had to throw something in there with you this morning. And so I'm just grateful unto the Lord for the good friends. Like I said, you only have a few. Yeah, but I'm thankful unto him. Hallelujah. Now, people that, that's using you, because I had it twisted in the world, so yeah, I had it confused. And that's that that that's just the way I am. I meet people, and, and instantly, you know, we we talk and we have a nice time. I'm thinking we we're friends now. No, that's not the way it goes. Yeah, you're a minister, Barbara. You're an evangelist. Uh, you spread my word. Many times I use your mouth to tell people things, and that's what people come for. They're not your friends. So he had to separate and show me, you know. But I know who my friends are. And again, you only get a handful. So what you need to do is just a few. It don't, you know, I say a handful, but it, that, that is. That's enough to fit in your hand. Enough name to fit in your hand. And it won't run through and slip through your fingers. Yeah, God is faithful. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Let's pray. And then I'm going to tell you all that went on and, uh, about the prison yesterday, and oh, look at here, and everything. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. 
uh, uh, you know what? You, you you just need spanking sometime in the morning, sometime mid morning. You know when the show you know that got over an hour and a half. Sometimes you just need a spanking. That's the fear, y'all. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> Have me tickled right now. The other day I mentioned something and she uh rushed and sent me some money. Now I was not talking to you. I was not talking to you. Just showing out for no reason over here. Oh, and you talking about a blessing. Yeah, she has been a great blessing behind the scenes. What? Oh, as a songwriter said, you don't know like I know what God used her to do for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's CR. And help me. You, you know how uh, uh, Terry, Dr. Terry Anderson said, you're going to help me preach this, won't you? Look here. Sion helps me preach it. And anything I forget, I said, Sion, so and so, so what the name of this she come up with today? Yeah. She's just a blessing behind the scenes. And she don't always come out and say that this Pastor David wife and Dr. Goodman daughter. <laughs> yeah. And all oh, goodness. We get tickled together many times. So I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for the things God put in my life. And the people, good people. Yeah, old Jerry crowd over there. <laughs> you ain't about nothing, Jerry. <laughs> we go way back. Brought along Sister Dorothy Goodman. Right around her retirement. She was getting ready to retire from work. And a savvy, very savvy now. Brought Irene along. All the way in Australia. Brought Irene along. And Irene didn't turn on the loose. Irene stayed. Every morning I could see that 614 area code, or uh, uh, country code, in, in, right here. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. Yeah, supportive, very supportive, very encouraging, prayerful. Yeah, for Jesus in the morning, whatever, you know, I, we go through, I go through, prayerful. That's a beautiful thing. Dr. Goodman, the same thing. And and, and now, it used to be just Dr. Dr. Now it's two of them. Irene and Dr. And they take care of all the stuff over there on Facebook. Last week, I couldn't pray. I, I tried to keep up with stuff the best I could, but I couldn't pray because I got so many groups. Then, um, you know, so, uh, some mornings, I can't get to Jesus in the morning to pray. Or the prayer group, I mean, or uh, God, or both of them going in and pray. And if both of them going in and pray, oh boy, you better know that day some blessings gonna fall. He said, where two or three, hey, glory, hallelujah, Jesus. Where two or three are gathered in my name is touching and agreeing. Yeah, I believe he's in the midst. Not only does he hear, but he answers. You can't have enough prayer. Yeah, it's, it, it's no competition who pray and, and who pray the most. In the no, it's just prayer, and we asking God from our heart what we want for each and every one of us in this prayer club, in Jesus in the morning, or whatever. I love it. I hit, I see amen, 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 and I look up, to, and I say, oh, Sister God done posted a prayer, a whole prayer. Some morning they she'll post a little short one, so I mean may post a little bit longer, and then sometimes Doc posts a little bit longer. Yeah, it's a blessing, 
And I was saying something one morning about the prayer clothes. You know, I just want the people to, to pray. Susan Dodd said, well, you're teaching them. You hear me? That blessed me real good. Because not only I was not paying closer attention, but Sister Dot saw the Lord at work. Yeah. Because it's him that's going to give you wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. See, we look to man for it. But I want to look to God, and she showed me. So that's what my prayer was. Hallelujah. That they would understand. We don't go there praying for ourselves and our family only. Now, if you have a prayer request concerning you, your family, your job, whatever, put it over there. And we are all praying. But we're not just going to come with selfish prayers every morning. Pray for me. I'm this and that. Pray for my dog. He died. No, look here. Let's pray for everybody's dog who died over here. Somebody else lost a dog. Or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So I'm grateful this morning, and we are going to pray and go to one more song, and then we're going over to the book of, I'm putting, I'm rolling my sleeves up right now. We're going over to the book of Exodus. Yeah, Exodus. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for inspiration. Thank you for encouragement. Father, we thank you for being on our side today in spite of us, looking beyond our faults and yet meeting our needs. Hallelujah. We thank you today that, Father, your God, we can see anywhere, at any time, in any place. We thank you for always being there for us, all through our bereavement, God, God through everything. You are always there. When we don't have money, you're there. If there was no food on the table, Father, you're yet there. You said you would never leave us, not forsake us. Father, you're going to be with us until the end. And no matter what our situation is, if we'll call on you, you will answer. David said he called on the Lord, and the Lord heard him. He cried unto the Lord, and the Lord heard his cry. So, Father, this morning we come before you thanking you, thanking you for a brand new week beginning. Thank you for this brand new day, a day we never saw before. We thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning. Are touching us with your finger of love. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for being closed in our right minds. Thank you for the use and activity of our limbs. Again, our life, our health, and our strength. Lord, we may not have all that we desire, but God, you've given us enough to make it another day, and we're thankful unto you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you this morning for all you've done what you're doing right now, Father, and what you're going to do. Great and mighty things for us, and we are so thankful. We appreciate you this morning. We love you this morning. Hallelujah. Because, Father, it was you who first loved us, and we are so thankful. I bring every call and every listener this morning before you. Hey, glory, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for every call and every listener this morning. Thank you for those coming through the archives and the podcast today, oh God. I give you glory, honor, and praise. And this morning, I ask, Father, that you would bless every household represented here, every family member, every friend, near and far. Lord, I ask that you would open doors, even in their homes, and make ways for them. Remember heart desires for your people today. In the name of Jesus, 
everywhere, oh God, every believer, every brother, every sister, Lord, every preacher, hallelujah, that's obeying it and doing it according to what you want for your people. Father, bless this morning as only you can do. Bless our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren. Father, many of us, we're thankful that we got a chance to see the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for our families, God. We're grateful unto them. And, Lord, we're more thankful for our spiritual family of the household of faith. We're more thankful for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Hallelujah. You said be especially good to them, the members of the household of faith. And, Father, we thank you for it as we continue in our day. Lord, we ask that you would lead and guide us in the right path for your name's sake. Your name is on it. It's going to end good. Hallelujah. Teach us how to follow your lead throughout this day. Teach us, Lord, that we don't go astray. Because if we go astray, the wolves are seeking us. Yeah, the enemy is out to get us. So help us to stay on the right path where you're guiding us. But you're leading us today in the name of Jesus. Again, this morning, help us to keep our mind on you. Father, it's you that will keep us in perfect peace. There's much going on today in the world. And without your son, Jesus, they won't make it, Father. They won't make it. Oh, they won't make it. But, Father, because of you and your love that you so love the world, you sent your only begotten son. And if we'll believe on him, we won't perish, but have everlasting life. And, Father, we don't want to be selfish because we got him. But we want to spread your good news everywhere of your son, Jesus Christ. Strengthen us this morning. Take away the shyness. Help us to testify of his goodness. Help us to talk of your wondrous works and make known the deeds among your people in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for giving us all we need. Hallelujah. Thank you that we can lean and depend on you. Father, we ask that you would touch and heal each and every heart here this morning that's sick, that's under the weather, even though that has gotten a bad diagnosis. I don't care how long it was ago, and the enemy constantly showing them, yeah, you still got it. Lord, I ask today, in the name of Jesus, that you would make them whole, heal totally today, in the name of Jesus. And, Father, heal mentally and spiritually and physically, oh, God, emotionally today. In the name of Jesus, we need it all because you're a complete God. Lord, stir up your spirit in us. Stir up your Holy Spirit in us today. And, Lord, let us hear and obey what the Spirit is saying to us, the church, because not only will we be healed, Father, we'll be filled. And we'll see the victory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we come this morning asking that you would bless those that are incarcerated. Lord, send someone by, God, to water. Send someone by to fertilize because the seed have been planted. And for, the, for those where the seed haven't been planted, send someone by with a seed, oh God, and plant Send those to water and fertilize in Jesus' name. Father, they need you. 
Oh, they need you, Lord Jesus. Have mercy, have mercy. Do it today, oh God. Mm. We know you went that way. You went that way, oh God. Mm. And you were innocent. And they sentenced you to death. First, they took you from courtroom to courtroom, then sentenced you to death. So, Father, I know you understand the prison system. And I know you understand what prisoners go through. And we ask this morning that you would touch and heal their hearts and minds. And let them see your light. And, God, they can give up their flesh. And they can be set free and never return in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for hearing. Hallelujah. Thank you for answering this moment. Oh, you're the great God. You're the God that healed people. Lord, we need a healing. Send your word today. Send your word from Exodus that will heal us completely in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Father, we ask that you would bless those that uh, in, every branch, in every branch of the military, our military, the American military, every woman, every man, the leadership, oh God, administration of our military, bless today in the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm reminded of David. He was a warrior in the military. Help today, oh God. He joined as a boy. And Father, help today in the name of Jesus. Bless widowers and bereaved families this morning. Intercessory prayer people everywhere. Preachers, preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you, Father, and love for your people. Bless Israel and prosper Jerusalem today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless our brothers and sisters everywhere, overseas, God. It's lifting up your name. It's trying to walk according to your word. It's trying to get wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of you and your word. Blessed today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Lord, we ask that you would especially bless those that have to hide, who can't come out and say Jesus, those who can't come out and repeat John 3.16. For God so loved the world <clears throat> that he gave, excuse me, his only begotten son that whoever believes on him won't perish, but have everlasting life. And Father, this morning we ask that you would continue to bless America and the leadership. Lord, many days I look out and I don't really... See your blessings on all the people. I see that the enemy has come in and snatched their minds, and they don't even know it. But, Lord, you have blessed us, the believer, because no matter what, we're staying with you. No matter what, we're still holding up the blood-stained banner. So thank you this morning for making us witnesses unto you. And Father, bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here. Use me today right here in your service to be a blessing unto your people. Father, send your word this morning, a word that will heal every situation, 
in the name of Jesus. Oh, have your way here today. Move by your spirit. But, Father, it's by your spirit you said you would go. And, Lord, by your spirit here come in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you this morning. Father, we can't thank you enough for all you've done for us. Help us to stop taking it so lightly. Because if it had not been for you on our side, where would we be? Oh, we thank you this morning. We thank you. We give you glory. We give you the honor and praise. And, Father, we ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we give you glory. We give you the honor and praise. But there's none like you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're going to our next request of the morning. I love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me all my days. I've been held in your hands From the moment that I wake up Till I lay my head Oh, I will sing Of the goodness of God Cause all my life you have been faithful No You know, I always forget I didn't download the long version. It says I did, but it didn't go through. So, look, it's okay. We can go to the next one right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, too. We make hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I can only imagine what it will be like when I walk by your side. I can only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, mercy me. And I can only imagine that is one of the most beautiful songs to me, the words. And uh, it get me to thinking, you know, what would it be like? Yeah, I have an idea, but I'm not sure. Or thank you. Because it's never the way um, that I think it is. It's never going to be the way my imagination can't. Uh, imagine such splendor and such glorious. Yeah, I, I just couldn't do it. But I am thankful unto Almighty God. Yeah, that I'll be a part. He saved me. Hallelujah. I needed saving. I'm telling you, I needed saving. But after that, I was talking last night, I was sharing some stuff with him. That's another one. When we get together, we go laugh. And let me tell you, that's the joy of the Lord. Folks that's so serious, I, I, it's not a whole lot I can, you know, do. Because you have God, it gives you joy. It makes you laugh. I was looking at myself this weekend at the wake of my nephew, and the Lord held me together at the wake, inside, you know. As soon as I got outside, it was time to laugh. But they wanted to be so serious, you know, because where they mind is, you know, they, they, they hating somebody, they upset. And look, God is God, and you got to have him. And if you don't, you're, you're going to be upset. If you don't have him, you're going to be miserable. 
Yeah, and you can't stand to be to yourself because you're miserable. Yeah, but I went in in comfort, and I know you're going to cry. I shed a a tear, too, because I miss him, and I know I won't get a chance to see him. You know, I'm not sure. I'm honest. I'm not sure I would get a chance to see him again. The lifestyle and the way he died. Listen, I couldn't really get to the casket at the wake. I don't know what that family, the mother's side, was going through. I I, I can't imagine where the head was. But you had a wake. And you allow people to come, move, go. They let you in to do what you were going to do. And we give the family a chance. And then tomorrow we're going to have a funeral. You'll get a chance to view him again, you know. And I just took a peep the best that I could. Went on and sat down. My niece was going through it because it's her grandson. And so I went to comfort her. And I just kind of sat there, you know, praying and quiet and just looking, you know. And every now and then sadness would come over me because I don't know where he will spend eternity. I don't know. Only God knows. So, uh, you know, I didn't do no boo-hoo. I didn't break down and do all of that. But every now and then that sadness would come and, you know, many times sadness make you cry. <laughs> and I, I, I found myself shedding a tear to and saying, Lord, have mercy. My son, A.L., he come and sat next to me. And uh, he cried because he remembered, you know, the good times they had and, you know, all of that. And when I looked at him, that's what I saw him saying, Lord, have mercy. Because he don't know where he went either. Yeah. And, and and just I'm telling you all kind of stuff, all kind of stuff. And I began to see people. When, when, let me tell you something. When they say if you're not saved, you're lost, that's a true expression. That is very true. If you and look, some people say they have God, but they're lost. Because just because you talk about him, that don't mean you have him. Many honor God with their lips, but the heart be far from it. I'm to my preachers. Oh, you you giving a good talk. You know right from wrong, so some things you saying that are right. But let me tell you, if you're led by the Spirit of God, you don't have to put nothing together. A.L. officiated over the funeral, so he gave way for people who wanted to reflect and had something to say. And it was like nobody was going to move. So I got on up and told what I knew about him. And, yeah, of course, you know, I was going to make him laugh, hopefully to lighten the burden of just being so sad and miserable right then and there. But we got to know God. And God will hold you together. I don't care if it's your child, it's your mother. He will hold you together. And if you need understanding, if you ask him, 
Lord, give me the understanding of this. He's going to come in and let you know. We all going this way. Not only this, this too will pass. And if you remember your loved ones from the past, it, it's going to be all right. Whether they were saved or not, you have a memory of them. Our memories of them. Yeah. I saw one of the pictures I took at Thanksgiving of him and his daughter. They put it in the program. It was on the big screen. Because, you know, when someone dies, a lot of times family want to go all out. But I'm going to tell mine this, you know, in the next meeting. Don't wait until I die to go out for me. Go ahead and go out now. Because once I'm dead, I can't see all of that. The flowers and the crying and who was there and how well they were dressed and what they had to say about me. I can't hear any of that. It's my home-going celebration. I'm, I, I, I don't went home to be with the Lord. Hey, we celebrating that, but this is the deal. Before I go and have to have a celebration, I know somebody going to laugh. Go ahead and celebrate me now. And guess what? When I sleep on out of here, you ain't even got to put it together. All y'all got to do is go. The body don't even have to be there. Y'all just going over there to have church. Yeah, and, and have that what they call charismatic. You know, have that jumping and shouting and praising God and singing upbeat songs, uplifting songs. And then that when the time comes to worship, you can play the worship song, the slow songs, and lift your hand, and you can do all of that. We went in jeans with T-shirts on with his pictures on the T-shirt. I want you to come in jeans. Uh, 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 if it's in the summer, wear your summer dress. Don't come dressed up. Wear some flat shoes. Everybody in there stand and clap their hands unto God, not me, unto God. I'm gone. I done finished my final chapter. I'm like Apostle Paul. I, I done run the race. I, 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 I done finished my course. I can't do no more for you. If you love me, I saw you love me because you, you gave me my flowers before I died. I, I, I saw you call me and checked on me. I, I saw when I said I needed something, you may not have had all I needed, but what you could, that's what you did for me. You're giving me my flowers before I die. One thing I give my two nieces credit for. One niece, she was about to die. Her appendix was ruptured, and it was about to burst. And nobody paid her no attention. And when I looked at her, for days she kept saying, my side hurt. My side. So I was giving my cousin a chance to do what she wanted to do because she appeared to be in leadership. Well, I, I went over there. I said, hey, look, come on, come on, let's go. She said, I said, you going to the hospital right now. She got a purse to go into the emergency room. They immediately rushed her in the back. And I promise you, as soon as the doctor got scrubbed up and everything, he went in and did the operation, took him out, appendix. So she gave the testimony 
Yeah, they call me Aunt Ba. Aunt Ba saved my life. The other niece, there's two twins. The other niece, she was the first one to have a son. And so he was sick. He wouldn't stop crying. He, he was in pain, you see. And no matter what he ate, pooped and everything else like a baby, but he was in pain. Come to find out he had what they call Hirschbaum. And they had to put a colostomy on a three-month-old baby. Oh, I had never seen such that just disturbed me. They put the IV in his little head. So he wouldn't, you know, because babies be moving their hands and so he wouldn't pull it out. But she didn't know what to do. So I stepped in and I said, let's go. We got to take him to the emergency room. No baby cry this much for no reason. You feed him, you dry him, you tell him, you pick him. Uh-uh, we, we got to go. Took him over there. They kept him. They did a procedure on him to open up the, the, the thing to have the colostomy come through. So they give testimony. Other people give testimony. But if we love one another, we family, we should stick together. But for some reason, it's always somebody against somebody. Now, my one niece, her name is Annette. The other two twins is uh, Andrea and Audrea. Their oldest sister, Annette, used to be what I called a party animal. A party animal. You couldn't put animals. She was beyond that. If she wore black and white, her hair was black and white. Beautiful on that, beautiful. Trimmed up, I mean, professionally done. Very beautiful young lady. Shapeless and all of that. Cocoa bottle figure, all of that. But whatever she wore, she matched it all. Our hair and that jewelry, everything. And she was a party animal. And her birthday, they turned it out, not up, but out. So COVID came. And the next thing I know, she said, Aunt Bob, I'm saved. She called me Aunt Bobby. She said, Aunt Bobby, I'm saved. She what they call a geeky, so she have that accent. <laughs> and so I was like, what? She said, yeah, I'm living for the Lord now, Abba. Well, you, you, you know how we watch as well as pray. I said, well, let me, let me wait for the evidence because I can't uh, just jump on the bandwagon because we just had COVID, you know, and people got scared, and a lot of them ran to the Lord because they were scared. They didn't know what else to do. Well, as I continue to watch, I continue to see her grow in the Lord. I'm doing Fourth Sunday Fellowship. She gave me two pastor names. Now, you would have known her. You would have known. She she never church. Yeah, I'll go over there with you, you know. But uh, that's all it's going to be. But most times I got to speak because uh, I'm hungover, you know, from all the big party last night. Yeah. She called me last night and we had a wonderful conversation. Our topic of talking with you, read what you saw. I don't care who you are. God is faithful. Everything went well. 
I, I, I baked and I only cooked yellow rice, a big container of yellow rice. It went time, time it hit the table, it was I didn't even get any of it. But this whole happened, Louis. I put me some aside in my refrigerator <laughs> before I took the whole container because I knew it would go. Baked the pound cake, baked brownies, took that over. It was so many people listen to this, I had no clue that it would be that amount of people there. The middle row of the church was just full. I sat on the right side, my daughter-in-law, me, and my two grandsons of AL, you know, his two boys came to as the musicians. But see, we have a lot of gifts in our family and we often use what we have so we don't have to pay out of pocket a lot of money, you know. And it's just right to bless them, you know, but it's not a whole lot of money. They're not going to charge you what most musicians charge for a few hours. And you're going to be out a few dollars. I'm talking about a lot of dollars. But anyway, everything went well. AL officiated. I got up and said words, you know, reflecting on him, remembering him. And uh, we had a little bit of church in there, just a little bit. Because, you know, uh, people want to be sad. And if, if you don't have the Lord, you're going to want to be sad in many a days. And you want to be sad because you, you don't want nothing changing the feeling of the atmosphere that I'm going through. I lost this and that. Yeah, I'm just telling you how people do things. But bless thee unto Almighty God. He will strengthen you in your time of need. But you got to allow him. you got to have the faith. You got to believe in him and trust him and wait on him. Hallelujah. Anybody remember that? You got to have faith in God. That's the first key to coming to him. You got to learn to trust him. And you got to learn to have patience to wait on him. He don't rush nothing if it's not his will. He has perfect timing. See, we want things rushed because of what we feel. And no, God ain't feeling that. He knows the time to give you more than you need. Because he's a more than God. He don't just wake me up in the morning, but he bring daylight so I could see the light outside. I could see where I'm going and where I'm coming. At night, it's time to relax and sleep and rest so your body can rejuvenate. He brings forth the darkness. So he don't just wake you up. He's a more than God, so he added more so that we should be comfortable in what we needed. The scripture said this, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. I want to watch the clock because 8 o'clock we're going in with Exodus. Yeah. So we went on to the repast, as they call it. Well, you know, after a funeral in the south, there's a big eating. After the wake, there's a big eating. Yeah, so, you know, barbecue chicken on the char grill, you know, grilled on the grill, oak wood or, or, or what this thing is called, charcoal, yeah. Plenty to drink, salad, vegetables, beans, you know. And I think it was more meats, ribs galore. I, I, I don't particularly care for ribs. But that chicken was excellent. 
And so, you know, you get together and you see people you haven't seen in a very long time or haven't heard from, and, you know, it's just a big whoop to do. And this particular, his, his aunt, his mama's sister, the grandmama's sister, had it at her house because they added a big, humongous uh, building behind her house so they can have gatherings and they have these fancy motorcycles they ride in, in the old-fashioned, what they call them, antique cars. They took the antique car and put rims, red and silver rims on it. So when I went through the gate, I said, oh, look what my nephew did for me. He, he brought my car out the garage just for me, you know, it, it, so you can laugh. My youngest son and his fiance, they walked me, you know, into it the repast because I had stuff to bring in, you know, the pound cake and the da-da-da-da-da. But anyway, things went good. And I was telling uh, my son, A.L., I said, well, I'll tell you what, look over there because I had met, talked to this young lady and she brought me a coat. I had told her every soda but Coke, but she didn't hear that. She just heard Coke, so she thought I wanted a Coca-Cola, so she brought that. I told him, I said, hey, uh, take the Coke back over there and bring me a peach. You know, when they can make a Czech soda and a peach Czech, it don't have the flavor it used to, but that thing used to be so peachy good. Anyway, he brought the Czech soda. Matter of fact, later on, he brought me another one, but he brought the Czech soda. And I told him, I said, and the girl I was talking to, I said, yeah. I said, uh, he, don't, he don't give me like his wife gives me. I said, my daughter-in-law, you know, my daughter. I said, she gives me much more and, you know, much often. He said, what? I said, yeah. Y'all know I tell the truth. And so he left. And when he come back, he come back with this big purse and a small purse and a wallet. And he showed it to me, said, take it back, take back what you said. I said to my daughter-in-law, I said, to me, so I have to take it back. So we just laughed and, you know, had a good time. But he was just going to give me a, 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 a purse anyway, one of them name brands. Y'all know I'm a Walmart girl, and uh, I go to Walmart, and if they got one over there between 15 and $21, it's my purse. Because all it's doing is holding my things I need to take with me wherever I'm going. So I don't need all of that unless I need quality. Now, if I want it to last a very long time, then I buy quality and I switch the purses out. But other than that, I just need something to carry my stuff. I'm good to go. Ladies like beautiful things. They do. Pretty things. And we just have different things we do. Sometimes we have a, a shoulder purse. Uh, it's more like a wallet, but it's a purse, and it, it'll hold some things. But it's compact and, and much smaller. So I'm not into the name brand things. I like what I like. That's all. And it's, it's, it don't have nothing to do with I don't have good taste. That's not what it is. Because I can point my finger to it and say, I love that. As soon as I see the price on it, I'm like, I knew it. It would be very expensive, and I don't need this kind of quality right now, so I get the substitute. In, 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 in Florida, in the streets, they call it the knockoff brand. 
Reality to knock off hand. So he brought me the purses and all of that, the wallet and all of that. It was very nice. I got home. Well, my oldest brother came. I hadn't saw him in a while, seen him in a while. And so many other people. My cousin uh, Donna was there. And uh, her mother, Jane, I always say was my favorite cousin. People don't like me to say it, but it's true. Uh, Jane and I, we thought alike. And we got along really well. And we would have a fight on Monday. Let's say we had a fight Monday at 10 o'clock. By Monday, 11 o'clock, we was back buddies again. I'm talking about grown women. I ain't talking about no children. We did it as children, but grown women. She would say something I don't like, and boy, I light into her. And she light into me. We wouldn't fist fight now, but we just verbally fight. And then by 11 o'clock, I'll be looking at the phone. I should call her, but I'm not going to call her. She got to call me. And then the phone, I, I dial her number, and she'll say, hello. I say, hello. She was like, you was calling me. I say, yeah, I was calling you. And it's on. We go get a tray of crab, or she'd make, oh, she was good at cooking, too. And she would make them homemade, cra- you know, crabs from scratch with the seeds. Oh, boy, we sit around and laugh and talk for hours. So her daughter was there. I got a chance to see her. And, um, you know, just, just many different people. And then, you know, <clears throat> it's not long for the world to do what they call turn up. They're going to play the loud music. The, the beers and the alcohol is flowing. And you're going to get to hear a lot of cuss words. So when that began, I knew my, my key, my cue. I, I knew my time. Time to go. So I got up and I left. A.L. and his wife, they was packing up to leave my niece and that she was here now too. Yeah. Because we know our term, when it's time. Yeah, we don't stay past the curfew for same folks. <laughs> yeah. So I got home and everything. I was so tired and I did a little ministering on the phone because people going to call, you know, they they going through what they're going through, and it's not about you and your bereavement or, you know, whatever. It, it, it's about my needs. So I went on and answered the phone because I'm that kind of girl. I don't know the depths of what people going through. But I was tired. So I had retired to the couch. I was going to just sleep right there and enjoy it. And uh, well, before I went to the couch, I got the phone call. Nikki called me. And came in with forced me to open the door for her. I said, No, Nikki, now I'm going to bed. I'm tired. And I said, My thighs even tired. <laughs> so you're going to open the door tonight, Mama. You're going to be glad you opened it. I said, No, whatever it is, I'll open it tomorrow. Well, she came in with many gifts and blessed me. I'm telling my bless me real good. And I was just amazed because I needed some things yesterday. Some things to get to the prison and back. Oh, my goodness. And my, y'all just don't know like I know what the Lord did for me over the weekend. And see, I know some people would be, well, it's it's my family, it's time and this and that. Let me tell you something. I want to work while it's day. 
And somebody came and told me this, let the dead bury the dead. I was like, ooh, that's sharp right there. Be careful, that's sharp. But that's the word of God. That's the scripture. That's what the word said. I don't care who family member died. The, the word of God still is true. And, and I like to tell the truth, even about my family. Yeah, we got some bad people in there. Thugs and mugs, we got all that in the family. We smokers. Court snorter, coke snorters. We might even have some crack smokers. I'm sure we have crack smokers. Meth smokers, all kinds. We got those in the family that we love dearly, locked up in prison, got time. All of that in the family. <laughs> and then we have a few in there that love the Lord truly and obeying him to the best of their ability. Now, it, it don't make them really better than the, the ones that still sinning. And my reason for saying that, God so loved us all. But their position is better. Their lives are better. They're not better than the, than the other person. I'm not better than my cousin Tyrone that, that walk around the funeral, you know, begging, or the repast begging. <laughs> We know what he's going to do. I just use the name Tyrone. I don't have a cousin that I know of named Tyrone. But it don't make me better than Tyrone. It make my position better and my life better because now my life is hid in Christ. Hallelujah, Jesus. So we're thankful. And that's just some of the stuff. I couldn't tell it all. And I was blessed at the prison yesterday. Look at you, Louis. That's what... Um, uh, the, the girl I was talking to with the green eyes, that's just what she said, great check, great soul. All of them good to me. I got, oh, and that strawberry, oh, when it's ice, ice cold, Louis, I got going on over here to Exodus. Louis got me on food again, you know. I, I'm going to talk about it. Look at him, tell me, but yes, she was, uh, oh, I see, I see, but Louis, okay, it, it's time for a bath. All right. All right, let's look at Exodus and what was happening in Exodus 1. We remember that the name of the sons of, of Israel, the father of Joseph, if I'm not mistaken, he had 12. And, and each one of these sons became a tribe. And they were a people. And so they went to Egypt. Y'all know that they sold Joseph the coat of many the coat of many colors. You know about that. So now they they sold Joseph into slavery. And when he ended up, he got out of slavery. He was able to tell the king that the the, the uh what the man named the butler remembered that he could interpret dreams. So he told the king, the king brought him, Pharaoh brought him and he, uh, you know, interpreted the dream for him and told him about the famine and yada, yada, yada. Well, I'm going to just call him Pharaoh one. And so uh, Joseph brought his brothers back. He tricked, tricked them a few times because they sold him into slavery, but he didn't do them no real harm. 
and he brought him, and they got to know he was still alive and that he was over Egypt. Nobody was closer to the king than Joseph. It was like Joseph himself was king, more so than, than, than the pharaoh who was the king. So as it went on, Joseph died. The king died. Nobody knew Joseph, you know, basically his family. And the Hebrew people outgrew the Egyptian people. The, the Hebrew women was having children quickly, 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 quickly. And so this new king, you know, he said, hey, when you go in there to deliver a baby for, for a Hebrew woman, if it's a boy, kill him. Kill him. If it's a girl, let him live. But the Egyptian midwives, the women who delivered the babies, they was afraid to do that. They was afraid of God. I'm not going to kill because they were what? Hebrew women. And I'm not going to, I know God. No, we, we're not going to do that. So the king called him back and said, hey, look here. Why y'all disobey me? Why did you do that? You letting them boys live and I told you to kill them. They said, but your highness, <laughs> I'm going to say that. These women deliver quick. By the time we get there, the baby is gone. So he got with his counsel and everybody and told him, look, uh, well, first, the, the women that wouldn't kill him, God gave them a family. He gave them a household. Yeah. And then the king said, well, look, these people are outgrowing us. So we got to do something about this. Because if we don't do something about this, what will happen is when I, we go out to war with our enemies, these people will be on, my, on the enemy side and win. Yeah. So what they did is put them in bondage. Yeah. Put them in bondage. So we went on to look at uh, verse 2 in Exodus. I'm just giving a quick summary if I can here. And now there went a man out of the house of Levi and took the wife, a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived. Is this Exodus 2? Yeah. And the woman conceived and bare son. And when she saw him, uh, that he was a goodly child, she hid him for three months. Remember that? And, and put him in a basket and sent him down the Took took straw and thing and made a basket with slime and stuff. Fixed it, you know, made it comfortable in there for him and sent him on down the river and had his sister to watch as he going down the river as far as she could what would happen to him. Well, Pharaoh's daughter and her handmaids was out and they took the child. And the sister said, would you like for me to go get one of the Hebrew women that she could take care of? Yeah, go do that. So she went and got Moses' mama. Yeah. It told why he was named Moses, da 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 da. Pharaoh's daughter raised him. After raising him for so long, you know, he acting like the, 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 the Egyptian. Then what happened is he saw one of the Egyptians uh, mistreating one of his Hebrew brothers, and he went over there and they had a fight and he killed him. Well, the next day or so, he saw two. Hebrew brothers are fussing and fighting with each other. He told them to stop it. Why y'all doing that? He said, oh, so what you going to do, Moses, if we don't stop it, you're going to kill us like you killed the Egyptians yesterday or whenever it was, you see? 
So Moses put two and two together and said, oh, boy, everybody, somebody know, and the wrong people know, you know, Pharaoh and them know what I done did. The word finna spread. I'm going to get out of here. And he left that. Yeah, he left and, and went on to uh, a median. And, and, and the priest over there had seven daughters. And they were out watering their flock, and Moses helped them, made it quicker for them. Because the other men that were stronger than these women, they would get their water first, and it would take them longer because they got to back up because the stronger men is doing it. Mm-hmm. I, and I think his name was Reuel. That was the name of the, the dad of, of the girl that was out there watering the sheep and things. And he told, she told her dad, he said, well, how y'all got back so early today? He said, well, we had someone to help us. And she told him all about Moses. And so the dad invited him in and everything. He got to go on and Moses decided to stay and live with them. And Mary, uh, the daughter, and she gave birth to a son. Uh-huh. And, and the first son, Moses named him uh, Gershon. Yeah. He said, I've been living in a strange land. And after a long time, the king of Egypt came to his end. He died. And the children of Israel were crying in their grief under the weight of their work. And their cry for help came to the ears of God. Yeah, they cried. And the Lord heard their cry. And at the sound of their weeping, their agreement which God had made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob came to his mind. Look now. Came to the mind of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, let me come to your mind. Oh, thank on me, Lord. Hallelujah. And so at the sound of their weeping and agreement, uh, which God had made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob came to his mind. And God's eyes were turned to the children of Israel, and he gave them the knowledge of himself. Lord, turn your eyes to me and give me knowledge of you. Give me the knowledge more of you. Wasn't that beautiful? So now we're going on over to chapter 3 of Exodus, and we'll start to read there and uh, go on from there. So we in chapter 3, verse 1. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. I like this right here. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. I'm going to go to the basic English Bible to read, because I... I want you to understand, and some people won't quite get this like this. So, in other words, the bush didn't burn up. Verse 3 says that Moses said, I will go and see this strange thing, why the tree is not burned up. And when the Lord saw him turning to one side to see, God said his name out of the tree. 
crying, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. So God called his name out of the tree. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. Out of the burning bush, God called his name, in other words. Yeah. Verse 5 says, he said, do not come near. Take off your shoes from your feet, for the place where you are is holy. Hallelujah. Lord, let me remember that when I'm in your presence, hallelujah, it's a holy place. Thank you, Jesus. 6 says, and he said, I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses kept his face covered for fear of looking on God. Did you hear that? For fear of looking on God. This is why we close our eyes when we pray too. Yeah. But we don't believe that God will show up. His glory will show up. I've been in places that the anointing was so strong yeah, and and it looked like smoke was in there so thick you could cut it with a knife. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. All right, let's go to seven. <laughs> and God said, truly, I have seen the grief of my people in Egypt, and their cry because of their cruel masters has come to my ears, for I have knowledge of their sorrows. See, and did this show me something, too? We're out here doing anything we're big enough to do. We made a start with God and we're making excuses and we're saying, well, this is why I can be this way and this is why I can be that way. He said I can have a drink but not wear success. I can't get drunk, but I can have a drink, but uh, it's so good to him I'm going to have two more drinks. Or what I know anything, they look a bottle half gone. Uh, I can club, I can fornicate, I can do adultery, I can go to church at the, you know, usher, I can do all of this while I'm in my sin. And then there come a time with Israel here, the Hebrews, that God said enough is enough. I done gave you all you need to have. I done showed you what to give me. You won't do it. I just let them have what they had. Slavery. Yeah. Punishment. That's what they had. Slavery is being punished. You going through some stuff. You don't eat when you want to. You don't go where you want to. You don't come when you want to. And you're only limited with a limited amount of stuff. You don't go shopping and buy new clothes. Not when you get ready. You around there looking like a real hobo because of this. That stuff has to wear out before they buy you some more. They don't care nothing about your appearance. And according to what they gave them to eat, it was, I know it wasn't nothing fancy. They didn't have no filet mignon. I know they didn't have no deep southern fried chicken. I say deep. Ooh. They was enslaved. And being punished because they was outgrowing the Egyptians. 
This divine being unto the Egyptians. But they were the people of God and they were multiplying, but they had not did all that God required them to do. They didn't really stay with him. But they learned a valuable lesson. Let's cry out to the Lord. They got on one accord, I believe, and, and cried out to him. I, I don't think just one person did. And God said truly in verse 7, I have seen the grief of my people. Wait, let's go back up. They cried. Okay. They cried out to God. He heard the cry. And this is what he was explaining to Moses. I've seen the grief of my people in Egypt, and their cry because of their cruel masters has come to my ears, for I have knowledge of their sorrows. Verse 8 says, and I have come down to take them out of the hands of the Egyptians, guiding them out of that land into a good land and wide into a land flowing with milk and honey, the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Pezzites and the Hivites, yeah, and Jebusites. Yeah. He said, I come down to them out of the hands of the Egyptians. Well, I have come down to take them. I'm going to take them out of the hand of the Egyptians. And, uh, I'm going to guide them out of this land where the Egyptians are into a good land and wide into a land flowing with milk and honey and to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Tezazites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. You're going to take them to a good place. But now I want you to watch this. I want you to watch this. They are going to be Set free. They're going to exit out of Egypt. But before they exit, there are going to be some trials. You're going to have the victory, but sometimes there are going to be some trials before the victory hit. Yeah. You won't uh, be able to just say, Okay, he set us free today. We out of here. But we're going to get to see some stuff. Let's keep reading. Verse 9 says, For now truly the cry of the children of Israel has come come to me, and I have seen the cruel behavior of the Egyptians to them. Verse 10, Come then, and I will send you to Pharaoh so that you may take my people the children of Israel, out of Egypt. He didn't say how soon now. Watch this. Because see, many of us, we, we, we want to have faith and trust God. But that weight part is a little shaky. We, we wanted it yesterday and, you know, it's the next morning and God ain't moved yet. I'm believing. You got to keep believing. So he said, come then and I will send you to Pharaoh so that you may take my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. 11 says, and Moses said to God, 
who am I to go to Pharaoh and take the children of Israel out of Egypt? See, Moses didn't understand. You're talking to all power, Moses. There's no higher power. So when God has spoken to you and told you you're to do something, there's no need to talk back. Now is the time to ask for strength and direction. Lord, give me strength and give me direction to obey your word. A lot of preachers sitting back, still waiting on a certificate. A lot of preachers still sitting back, waiting on a trial sermon, waiting on the pastor to put them up. No, God spoke it. He ordained you before you were born. Now it's time to move. So look, 11 says, and Moses said to God, who am I to go to Pharaoh and to take the children of Israel out of Egypt? 12 says, and he said, truly, I will be with you. This and this will be the sign to you that I have sent you. God will give you a sign even that he called. He's given me many. I've had dreams. But it's this one particular dream that I always remember because I love to cook and bake. It was cooking in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I could see the steam, hear the pot, see the white hats, the white clothes. There was a long table. Yeah, many times I've told you about that. Uh-huh. He said, we're going to give them a sign that I have sent you, in verse 12. When you have taken the children of Israel out of Egypt, you will give worship to God on this mountain. On this very mountain right here where I'm giving you instructions, you're going to give God, give worship to God. See, and look, that's why many times we go on and praise him. We go on and worship him before he does for us what we've asked. We praise him in advance. We worship him in advance. Yeah. Because look, we, 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 we may come back to the place where we had the conversation with God. And sometimes according to the way he's sending you, you may not come back through that part. So you go on and praise and worship him in praise and worship him anyway. 13 says, and Moses said to God, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they say to me, what is his name? What I, what am I to say to them? Now, now, now God, okay, but when I go to them and I say to them, the God of our fathers has sent me to you. And they say to me, what is his name? What am I to say to them? Verse 14 says, And God said to him, I am what I am. And he says, Say to the children of Israel, I am, has sent me to you. See, because he is what he is. He's almighty God. I am what I am. I made the heavens and earth. Uh, I, I, I create people. Yeah. So just go tell them I am, and it'll be all right, Moses. And God, 15, and God went on to say to Moses, say to the children of Israel, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever. And this is my sign to all generations. Did you hear that? Many times God will send you to a people. 
and tell them that he chose you to do this job and you need their support because it's for them to get the job done. They can't hear that. They can't hear God through that because they're too busy looking at you. Yeah. Verse 16 says, go and get together the chiefs of the children of Israel and say to them, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, has been seen by me and has said, I truly, and said, truly, I have taken up your cause because of what is done to you in Egypt. Boy, look at here. Look at here, the trials finish again. Let the trials begin. They're about to begin. 17 says, and I have said, I will take you up out of the sorrows of Egypt and to the land of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Pezites and the Hivites and the Jebusites into a land flowing with milk and honey. Now, this is what he's telling uh, 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 the children of Israel that God told him. And God told him to go tell them this. 18 says, and, and, and they will give ear to your voice. God said, they'll give ear to your voice. So when you go, and, and many times it has happened for me, I had to go tell somebody the truth. Nobody else would tell them. They received that thing and told me, God bless you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And they will give ear to your voice and you, when the chiefs of Israel will go to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has come to us. Let us then go three days' journey into the wasteland to make an offering to the Lord our God. But you see who he brought with him now, the chiefs. Today we got to pray for leadership. We got to pray for leadership. Because I see it's weak. It won't be like the world. It, it, it barely can stand. Because they're so consumed by what they see and what they hear and what they want to do. Yeah. Take the chiefs of Israel. Go on to Pharaoh the king of Egypt, and tell him, the Lord, the God of the Hebrews has come to us. Let us then go three days' journey into the wasteland to make an offering to the Lord our God. 19 says, and I am certain that the king of Egypt will not let you go without being forced. Yeah. You can beg and all of that, but I, 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 I don't think he's going to just let you go. Now, this guy talking to Moses. And who would know better than Almighty God? And God did all of this and show an example. He got the power now. Twitter says, but I will put out my hand and overcome Egypt with all the wonders which I will do among them. And after that, he will let you go. After all the trials, and after I've shown them the wonders of me, Almighty God, that have all power. I am. After I've showed them the wonders of I am, then he will let you go. 21 says, and I will give the, his, this people grace in the eyes of the Egyptians. 
Sometimes he got to give you grace in the eyes of the supervisor. Sometimes he got to give you grace in front of your family members. He got to give you grace in front of your husband or wife. Sometimes in front of your children. Yeah. So that when you go out, you will go out with your hands full. When you go out of here, y'all 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 are not gonna leave nothing behind. Whatever you own, you're gonna get to take it with you. All your possessions, basically. Twenty two says whatever woman would get from her neighbor and from the woman living in a house, ornaments of silver and gold. Get all you can and get the full thing and clothing, and you will put them on your sons and your daughters. You will take the best of their goods from the Egyptians. Because I'm going to get y'all out of here. You won't have it to worry about. Told them to even borrow, go borrow from your neighbor. Where every woman would get from her neighbor and from the woman living in a house, your maids and all of that or whatever you have, working in there, or or living in there. Yeah, he said living. Ornaments of silver and gold and clothing. And and you'll put them on your sons and your daughters. You would take the best of their goods from the Egyptians. I'm going over one more. We're going to try and finish up verse 4. Verse 4 in chapter 1 says, And Moses answering said, It is certain that they will not have faith in me or give ear to my voice, but they will say, You have not seen the Lord. Said, Faith is the key with God, trusting him and having the patience to wait on him. Those are the three keys you got to have. To obey, to continue to run this race, to pray, to have the blessings of God. You got to have faith, you got to trust Him, and you got to have the patience to wait on Him. So He's telling God, now, it is certain that they will not have faith in me or give ear to my voice, but they will say, You have not seen the Lord. And the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? <laughs> Sound just like him. What is that in your hand? The rod. And he said, put it down on the earth. In other words, put it down on the ground. And he put it down on the earth and it became a snake. And Moses went running from it. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I, I believe I may have done the same thing. Verse 4 says, And the Lord said to Moses, Put out your hand and take it by the tail. And he put out his hand and took a grip of it, and it became a rod in his hand. Turned back into the rod. Verse 5 says, so, so that they may be certain that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, has been seen by you. God will give you something to do. 
to prove to people he sent you. Nobody believes. And see, some people are like, well, I have to watch every wind in doctrine. I've gone into places. And the Lord says, say this, say that. And I would say it, they looking crazy. Yeah. And then he would tell me something specific about them. Boy, look at here. They get their mind right there. <laughs> no way I knew you. No way I would have known that. Yeah. So verse 6 says, then the Lord said to him again, put your hand inside your clothing. And he put his hand inside his robe. And when he took it out, it was like the hand of a leper, white as snow. He's giving him all the things he needs to go and obey. He's showing him right here on the spot. If you obey me, you're going to be blessed. Lean not to your own understanding, Moses. I got this. I'm the God of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Verse 8 says, and if they do not have faith in you or give ear to the voice of the first sign, they will have faith in the second sign. Now, this is what God says. And we know him not to be a lying God. He tells the truth. And as Pastor Howell says, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you, Brother Lewis, for posting scripts. Yeah, so look, we, we, we're going a little bit further. Verse 9, and if they have no faith, even in these two signs, and will not give ear to your voice, then you are to take the water of the Nile, the Nile River, you know, and put it on the dry land. And the water you take out of the river will become blood on the dry land. Yeah. My goodness. Verse 10 says, And Moses said to the Lord, O oh Lord, I am not a man of words. I have never been so. And I'm not now, even after what you have said to your servant, for, taking his, for talking is hard for me, and I am slow of tongue. So look, many have been this way. I don't do a whole lot of talking. Now, Barbara talks a lot. Long-winded, big mouth. Look, I'm not a man of words. I have never been so. And I'm not now, even after what you have said to your servant. But talking is hard for me, and I'm slow of tongue. He had a speech impediment. Isn't that what they call it? But Moses hadn't got the great memo, faith, trust, and, and wait a minute. He hadn't got that memo yet. He's still trying to get out of the job because he's thinking in the natural, although God is yet showing him spiritual things. How many people do that? God is yet showing you spiritual things and that he have all power, but you get residing in the flesh talking about what you now, we don't need to talk to God about us. We need to open our spiritual eyes and see the spirit of God is moving. Put the rod down. Turn to the snake. Grab it by the tail. Turn back to the rod. 
Put your hand inside your bosom, inside your robe. Come out whiter than snow. And if you if they don't take heed to these two signs, <laughs> go to the Nile and put water on dry land, and the water you take out of the river will become blood on the dry land. But Moses told me I got a speech problem. I don't speak so eloquent. Uh, you got the wrong servant. <laughs> Tell about my my tongue is slow. What in the world, Moses? Yeah. And the Lord eleven, and the Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Oh, look at here, look at here. He's teaching him, he's teaching him. He's giving him wisdom and knowledge right here. Yeah. And the Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Who takes away man's voice or hearing or makes him seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? I want to look at that again. Who takes away the man's voice or hearing or makes him seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? We. Twelve says, so go now, and I will be with your mouth, teaching you what to say. Let me tell you, right there on the spot at the last minute, God will give you the right words to say. If he said, sit here, i make your enemies your footstool. He said, he'll prepare a table in the presence of your enemies. Again, we got to have faith. Trust God and wait on him. Patience. Yeah. 13 said, and he said, oh, Lord, send, if you will, by the hand of anyone whom it seems good to you to send. He's trying to wiggle his way out of it now. Lord, send somebody else. Anybody you, you choose to send, somebody you think is good or you know is good, send them. 14 says, and the Lord was angry with Moses. Ooh, we, I could imagine. Boy, you should have been scared, Moses. But do you know many of us do that today? We rap tongue wrestle, we fight with God and verbally, because I, I don't want to do it. Well, why don't you send somebody else? I've never been that way. I'm so thankful that he's chose me. I was so thankful that I was the chosen vessel for the task. And he sent Moses among kings. My goodness. And the Lord was angry with Moses and said, is there not Aaron, your brother, the Levite? To my knowledge, he is good at talking. And now he is coming out to you. And when he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. And I believe that Levite tribe they were the priests. All of them was priests, if I'm not mistaken, of the Levite, tri Levite tribe. So here comes Aaron, the preacher, the priest. And uh, he coming to talk to his brother because, you know, he loved him. And he happy to see him. And the Lord told him, let Levi do, Levi do the talk. Yeah, since you got all these speech problems, Moses, and I made your mouth. When the time would have come, 
and it did. When Moses opened his mouth, God spoke. God, God used it. Fixed his speech. And I don't care what's going on with you today, what you're thinking about yourself, your blemishes, and God can fix all of that. I can't hear well. I can't walk well. I can't this. God will fix it all. I wasn't hearing well, but he blessed me to get $6,000 worth of hearing aid, one in each ear, top of the line. The brand new ones just come out, next gen, they call them. Next gen. In other words, next generation, I guess, of, of these top of the line hearing aids. You got a problem, God can fix it. So 15 says, let him give ear to your voice, and you will put my words in his mouth. And I will be with your mouth and with his and with his. I'll be with your mouth and with his, teaching you what you have to do. And that's just like the God that I know. Hey, glory, hallelujah. That's just like him. He will tell you what to say when the timing is right. He will give you the instructions, the full instructions, that's foolproof of what to do when the timing is right. Some men have wife, a, a, a girlfriend have a baby. And they don't know what to do. But just at the right time, and God give them instructions, the full instructions, and give them wisdom how to use it. And they relieve the wife of stress. Every two-hour feed, changing diapers, the dad to get, yeah. Those men are not that I don't want to use the word nurturing women, but women have a soft spot they don't have right there. Now, they do have soft spots now. I've seen men cry at movies that was very touching. But usually the women have more of a soft spot than men. Yeah, we just that way. We birth babies, and we take care of these babies, and and me, a lot of men can't do that like that. That's not right off. He needs a little bit of help some kind of way. Yeah. So let him give the ear to your voice, and you will put my words in his mouth, and I will be with your mouth and with his, teaching you what you have to do. 16 says, and he will do the talking for you to the people. He will be to you as a mouth, and you will be to him as a God. Did you hear that? Moses, don't worry about this right here. You tell Aaron what I told you. Teach y'all what, what's got to be done. Yeah. And he'll do the talking to the people. And he'll be to you as a mouth. He'll be that, doing that talking, and you will be to him as a God. You'll be giving him instructions. 17 says, and take in your hands this rod with which you would do the signs. That same rod that he told him, put on the ground and it turned to a serpent, turned to a snake. 18 says, and Moses went back to Jethro, his father-in-law, 
and said to him, let me go back now to my relations in Egypt and see if they are still living. And Jethro said to Moses, go in peace. Yeah. In other words, Moses said, Moses went and returned to Jethro, his father-in-law, and said to him, let me go, I pray thee, and, and, and return unto my brethren, which are in Egypt, and see whether they be alive, yet alive. And Jethro said, Moses, go in peace. That was a good father-in-law. 19 said, and the Lord said to Moses and Midian, go back to Egypt, for all the men are dead who were attempting to take your life. Yeah, because they were going to kill him for killing that Egyptian, remember? And Moses took his wife and his sons and put them on an ass and went back to the land of Egypt. And he took the rod of God in his hand. Oh, he getting somewhere now. <laughs> Obedience. 21 says, and the Lord said to Moses, when you go back to Egypt, see that you do before Pharaoh all the wonders which I have given you power to do. But I will make his heart hard, and he will not let the people go. Yeah, go on and do what I told you to do, Moses, and work that rod and, and put the hand in the bosom and bring it out snow white. But I'm, I'm a hard Pharaoh's heart, and he's still not going to let you go, let Israel go, let the Israelites go. 22 says, and you are to say to Pharaoh, the Lord says, Israel is the first of my sons. Yeah, look what God said. Israel is the first of my sons. 23 says, and I said to you, let my son go so that he may give me worship. And you did not let him go. So now I will put the first of your sons to death, mine. Goodness, look at this. Yeah, God is not playing. Say what he means, mean what he says. 24 says, now on the journey at the night's resting place, the Lord came in his way and would have put him to death. Oh, we. 25 says, then Zipporah took a sharp stone and cut off the skin of her son's private parts and touching his feet with it. She said, truly, you are a husband of blood to me. Wow. Wow. 26 says, so he let him go. He let him go. Then she said, you are a husband of blood because of the circumcision. That's what she did when she cut the foreskin off. 27 says, and the Lord said to Aaron, go into the wasteland, and you will see Moses. So he went and came across Moses at the mountain of God and gave him a kiss. 28 says that Moses gave Aaron an account of all the words of the Lord, which he had sent him to say, and of all the signs which he had given him orders to do. Then Moses and Aaron went and got together all the chief of the children of Israel. He told them to go to their leadership, go to them chief. And Aaron said to them, all the words of the Lord 
had said to Moses and did the signs before all the people. And the people had faith in them. And hearing that the Lord had taken up the cause of the children of Israel and had seen their troubles with bent heads, they gave him worship. Hallelujah. Sometimes we get that word from the Lord, we're going to worship, we're going to praise him. Many mornings you may have heard me cry. I got that word from the Lord. I felt it's on the way by uh, uh, yesterday. I was leaving to go to the prison. And the song come up in my spirit. And I began to sing that song. But the way it was and the, and the clarity on it in a way, it, it, it was like it, it didn't even have a feeling to it. But it was just doing what God sent out for the words to do. And it just blessed me really good. But see, on the drive up, you know, because I'm going out of town, I can pray. I can t- Nobody but me, I can talk to the Lord about things. And not only he hear, but he answer. None of this is strange information to me. None of this is strange. But it blessed me to go back and talk to the Lord about some things that he's able to do. Healing. Whatever the heart desires. That I believe God would be pleased with it coming forth first. But I can't fuss with him. I can't argue with him. I do not desire to make God angry. And I don't want to go to him in my flesh, just just, just a natural man. And I, I want to go to him in spirit and in truth. He even lead me in the prayer that I'm praying for myself. Yeah, that's how I can go in the spirit. Because guess what? I really don't know what to pray for. I think I know, but that's not what I need to pray for. So he comes in and he, he, he prays for what I need. And many times explain to me what I want. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's that kind of God. And he's on our side today in spite of us. You see where you're in bondage at. He know what you're in bondage to. And he comes to set you free. You become your own Pharaoh because you refuse to let the bondage go. You refuse to let what's holding you back go. It's a familiar place. It's a familiar feeling. But many times we have to get out of these feelings and get into God and let God be God. Yeah. There's a lot of things about the book of Exodus. And mainly I'm I'm reading a lot because I want to, because I want us to hear what was going on. You know what I'm saying? What God said and and what they did and that kind of thing. Yeah. 
So look, I'm going to another request of the morning. And uh, when we come back, the studio is open. If anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free. Press that number one and come in today.
Come on, clap your hands if you need God to do something right now. Come on, say, God, I need you to do it right now. God, I need you to do it right now. Hallelujah. Lord, do it for me. The Cardiac Cortez. If you don't do it, Lord, it just won't be done. If you don't teach me, if you don't give me understanding, if you don't give me wisdom, it won't be done. I got to get it from you. I can't get it all from the preacher, especially if he don't get up and preach what you give him. If he don't let you use his mouth, I, I can't get it. It just won't be done. Lord, if you don't give me faith, and he gave us all a measure of faith, if you don't teach me how to trust you, and you don't teach me how to wait on you, it just can't be done. Because without God, we can do absolutely nothing. I mean nothing. I know we think we're doing this and we're doing that and uh, we got it like this. No, no, only God. And the earth, even the world, they're doing what he allowed them to do. Without him allowing them to do it, it just can't be done. Lord, do it for me. Whatever I need today, Lord, you give it to me. Don't let me lean to my own understanding. In all my ways, Father, let me acknowledge you and teach me how to follow your directions. Help me today to be all I can in you. I need you, Lord. Can't make it without you. Do it for me. Teach me. He taught Moses. <laughs> Moses fussing back, talking back. What? He taught him. He showed him what he could do. He gave him understanding of what he could do and who he was and the power that he possessed. Almighty God, what he had. He's all power. There's no higher power. Yeah. So Exodus, this morning we are seeing a trial before the big exit is going to come. There's a big exit. They're going to come out. But before the coming out, they got to go through some things. Moses had to go and talk to Pharaoh and tell him what God said. Let my people go. He told them they want to go, wanted to go out and worship me. But you wouldn't let them go. Uh-huh. So now I got to show you what I, who I really am and what I'm really capable of doing. And I'm going to harden your heart. But every time I say let them go, you, you disobey. And I'm going to bring trial after trial to my people, but you 
I'm going to bring some things upon you, and it's going to cause you to suffer. And he was going to kill that firstborn, but he decided to wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. But when God speaks, it pays all of us best to listen. I don't care what ministry you're from, what country you're from, what uh, faith you're in, if you're Muslim, if you're Methodist, Baptist, uh, or whatever you are, non-denominational, if God speaks, it pay us best to pay attention and listen. Don't do no talking back. Don't try and tell God what it is. He knew from the, the very beginning what it was going to be. Uh, he knew how it would end. So we, we got to learn to have faith. And the big key, too, is trusting God. Let me tell you, when we learn how to trust him, oh, we're going to be better off. I really didn't have money yesterday, if I'm honest. Well, I didn't have it Saturday morning or afternoon. I really didn't have it on Friday. But between leaving here to go by faith, and before I got to the prison, he had opened a door and made a way for me. Now, not only did he make a way that I could take care of the trip there and back and feed when I get there and all of that. But guess what he did? He gave me leftover. More than, because he's a more than God. I wanted to do something for Mother Day for someone. Hey, glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Because I wanted to show them what love is from a friend, when you've told her all, you told me all, and I knew that this particular thing, it wasn't a lot, but I knew this particular thing would make you feel good. It would encourage you, and it would show you love. He opened the door. I was able to do that. I was explaining to the person what I wanted to do. They said, no, oh, no, oh, I'm good. I got food, I got this. Now, that, that's not what was going to happen. The Lord had me to go on and do it. I'm leaving the prison, called them. They they told me all about it. I would have used me to do, bless them. They didn't know how he was going to do it, but they trusted him, and he did it. And I know we hold on to money so tight. We hold money so tight, George Washington, being Franklin, whoever on the dollar bill, <clears throat> we're holding it, squeezing it so tight to hold on to it, they crying. George Washington on the dollar bill just crying. Who are you squeezing? Yeah, because we won't turn that money loose. God loves a cheerful giver, and when we give, he's giving back. And if you give by sacrifice, you're giving out of what you don't really have to give because you got stuff to pay. People waiting on their money, but you give unto the Lord. Watch what happened for you. Everything I get, I pay tithes and offerings. If I didn't work for it, I still pay tithes and offerings. 
My retirement, I paid tithes and offering when I was working. But now I get the retirement money, I pay tithes and offering. He loves a cheerful giver. He's in the blessing business. He's in the multiplication business. He multiplies. He divides. He subtracts. He adds. He do fractions. And then other math that there is. What it is, uh, trigonometry, whatever it is, God do it. He's into that kind of business. He can he can send you miles away. And he's already calculated what you need to get to your destination. Hallelujah. But we got to let go today. And remember what he did for Israel. Remember what he did for the children of Israel out there. Even when they were slaves under Pharaoh, they cried unto the Lord. He heard they cried. And what took them so long, I don't know, to cry unto him. But when he heard, he looked and he saw, and what he saw he did not like. Because the Egyptians was mistreating the Israelites, the children of God. He didn't like it. Although now, the Hebrews, the Israelites, although they had did wrong, in many places, they went against God. He left the commandments. Yeah. Because before he let them go, there were still laws that was of God that they were supposed to know and they were supposed to do. They didn't have the tablets yet, but hey, they knew right from wrong. We all were born with that. Yeah, we always born with a measure of faith. But now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Who is that? Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Joshua, Deborah, Apostle Paul. Yeah, all of us, when we come to him. And I know all about ordination. I know all about, uh, you know, leadership and being in place. But listen, all of that is for recognition that people will know according to what they need who to go to. You need a little more Jesus, you want to find an evangelist. He or she can help you find a little more Jesus. Hallelujah. You need faith? You can go to a church where the preacher is teaching the truth. And he can increase your faith. He can cause you to increase in faith. Even this morning, looking back at what Israel went through, and yet God heard a cry. Whatever we are going through, we need to cry unto the Lord so he can hear Bring it out your mouth. Speak it. Tell God about it. Put it on the altar before Almighty God. Go before the throne of grace. Put it before him and leave it there. Work on it if you have to. But trust God that I left this with you. And I'm going on to see what else I can do for somebody else. And watch what he does for you. Yeah. He's able this morning to see us through. 
over and over and over again. And I'm praying that nobody is confused here about what's going on in Exodus, about what God's capabilities are. Again, this morning, he's got all power. There's no higher power. He knows the outcome of your entire life. He already knows what it's going to be. This more, and I'm telling you, I'm tired, and I got some things I want to do, but I don't know if I get them done today. But listen, he knew when he woke me up this morning how I would feel. Because last night, it come to mind, don't do the show tomorrow, wait till Tuesday, rest up a little bit. Going to bed, don't worry about doing the show tomorrow, rest up a little bit. And do it Tuesday. I'm talking to the Lord. And I just knew. Get up and come in here. Get up and go in the office. And watch what happens. Soon as I hit that dough good. I'm talking about excitement. That was not me. That was him. Excitement come on me. My voice was a little something other because, you know, I'm waking up and thing. And <laughs> but guess what? He yet blessed. I'm blessed right now, right here. You're blessed right now, right here, because you can hear. Somebody with or without a hearing aid, they can't hear. Somebody with or without glasses can't see. Somebody can't speak. But he blessed us. And we want to give God our all. He's worthy this morning. Of all the glory, all the honor, and all of the praise. Yeah, we can't beat it. Hallelujah. So listen, we're going to our next request of the morning. And uh, when we come back, the studio is still open. If anyone have a testimony or something happened you want to share or when I, while we're in Exodus, you're reminded of something. Yeah, talk of his wondrous work. Make known his deeds among the people. Tell him about a trial. You was in the midst of that trial and you didn't know what you was going to do. You had to stand still and know that he was God. Yeah, Jehovah. Hallelujah. Let's go to this one this morning. Oh, yeah. Bless him. Bless him. I've got a wonderful, I mean, absolutely wonderful, Holy Ghost filled surprise for you. I mean, this person is absolutely revolutionized gospel music today and he's much younger than I am but I call him my hero would you get up on your feet and clap your hands tonight for the Reverend Kirk Franklin
we're living in a day and time where being politically correct is popular. Can we turn that around again? We're living in a day and time where everybody is saying the name God, but nobody wants to say the name Jesus. We don't want to offend the Muslims. We don't want to offend the Jews. We don't want to offend the Arabs. And so therefore we crucify him of flesh. But I want you to know that there will come a time when every Muslim, when every Buddhist, when every Jew, will have to get down on their knees and have to confess that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall die. So I want every blood-washed believer to not wait until then. And if you've ever gone through something, you know right here that there's something about the name. Something, yeah. something about the name Jesus. Something about the name. Something about the name Jesus. It's the sweetest name. Yeah. It is the sweetest name. Sweetest name I know. I know. And I love that name. Oh, how I love the name Jesus. Oh, how I love the name Jesus. It's the sweetest name. Yeah. It is the sweetest name. Just take a minute and explain to him what you're really trying to say. What you really trying to say? Some people, some people say I'm crazy, but I can't explain. I can't explain the power, the power that I feel when you call His name. When I call your name, that fire, that fire, that is just like fire. Where's it? Where's it? Shut up in my when the Holy Ghost gets the movement, that it won't leave me alone. Clean up with us, clean up with us, everybody. Something about the name Jesus. Something about the name Jesus. It's the sweetest name, yeah. It's the sweetest name. Sweetest name, I know. Wave at me if you love
Spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah, Mr. Rance Allen and uh, Mr. Kirk Franklin this morning. And something about the name of Jesus. It's the sweetest name I know. Yeah, I'm like him. Some call me crazy, and I just can't explain it. <laughs> He's been good to me. More than good to me. He's given me uncommon miracles, uncommon blessings, uncommon favor, and places I never thought I would have this. When I speak to people, it's just like they mesmerize many times, but it's not me. It's that greater that's in me. It's that greater that's in me than, than, than it is in the world. Yeah, it's the spirit of God. Yeah, all power is moving. Hallelujah. And I thank him this morning. Listen, I want to remind you, uh, near and far, if you can make it, June the 25th at uh, 4.30 in the afternoon, I will be in Atlantic Beach, Florida, doing the fourth Sunday fellowship. And uh, you can write the address down just in case you want to come. The address is 390 Dutton Island Road in West Atlantic Beach, Florida. And so I'll be there at 430. Uh, I'll be in charge of the service, you know. Uh, well, well, I'll be more like the MC because we're praying that Pastor Burns uh, out of Atlantic Beach, out of Mayport, will come over and... Uh, his church would be in charge. They'll be the hosting church for the Fourth Sunday Fellowship. So he will, his men choir will sing. Uh, the praise team or the deacons will lead, you know, in praise and worship. And he will bring the message of the afternoon. And he's not really a long-winded preacher. And I remember I went over to his church for the pastor's anniversary. 
And when my turn came to speak, I think I spoke for maybe five minutes, if that. And he started laughing. Oh, I kicked him. I said, oh, yeah, I know you thought I, I was going to be up here forever. I said, but you see what happened. Yeah. And uh, afterwards, I sat right back down. And he appreciated it because it was late. You know, it was late at night. And, uh, you know, people don't really want to be out some people that time of night. And then when people leave church, a lot of times they want to stop by and get them something to eat or eat it there or take it home, you know. So, uh, and then he came over to the next uh, fellowship where my pastor was, uh, Bishop Dole was in charge, and they sang over there. Yeah, Bishop played the keyboard for us. Yeah, it was just nice. And so this is a small church, and this is where I'm starting to help small churches, small ministries. Yeah, and we take our offering up, and I ask people to bring uh, a little bit more than the regular offering because we're going to leave the money at the church. Whoever the hosting church is, they get the offering. Yeah. And so we thank God. We thank God. So listen, we're moving a little bit further. All right, Brother Anthony, I got you right here. Good morning. God bless you, sir. How are you? Bless Tyler Favorite. Good morning, Miss Barbara. Good morning to everybody listening. First of all, I want to give God thanks for Life has a strength, keeping my right mind, allowing me to see another day never seen before. And I thank you for my activity on my limbs. Thank you for the breath of life he breathed in my lungs another day to let me see another day. And I just thank God for what he's doing in me, where he brought, it, brought me from, where he's taking me at, and where he's going to take me. And just best to hear y'all voice this morning, yours as well, Ms. Roberts. And, and God bless you this morning as well. And, oh. Uh, Brother Lewis, Sister Jerry, and Sister Rita, and all, Sister Dot, all y'all, good morning to y'all. God bless y'all mightily, and I just thank God for just knowing him and him touching my heart daily, you know, and just walk with him, you know, sometimes it don't always go smooth as we want it to go, but Nevertheless, we know that, you know, even God, you know, Jesus, he went through some things and was persecuted and hung on the cross. So, you know, we pay a cost for this, to live this life, you know, and to seek God. And, you know, it's a, it's a, a blessing, a joy, but it's it's also a privilege, you know. And we, I, I, you know, I just think about it, you know, other countries, they, uh, what's the word for it, um, Uh, compress is it compressed? I want to say the word where they, you know, they can't even seek God. You know, they get locked up, they put them in jail, and all other kind of stuff. You know, but we have the freedom. You know, being in America to, to you know, just seek God and being able to praise Him freely. And you know, we need to. I could just say I thank God for the opportunity, and I thank God for being able to do that. You know, as a, a believer, as a, a child of God, and. You know, we, we need to just, as a whole, you know, continue to pray, you know, concerning, you know, our freedom and freedom of speech, you know, and being able to, you know, praise God and not have to worry about, you know, people trying to kill us and all that other crazy stuff, you know, because, you know, of our beliefs. So, you know, I just give God all the glory, honor, and the praise, and I thank him. And I thank God for the, the trials and the tribulations that I go through, the storms, you know, because, through them storms, it just make me stronger, and 
you know, I, times I might be, you know, down, but, you know, say, you know, joy come in the morning. So, you know, I might be going through some things, but in the morning, joy be there and trouble don't last always. You know, that's one of the songs I love. And I like that song you just played, too, with the uh, uh, the guy. Uh, I, I like the guy, that the older gentleman. He, I think he passed away, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I like that song. Yes, sir. I mean, yes, man, I love that song, too. I, love, I like how he hit them high pitches and, you know, play with those tones. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you know, <laughs> I find myself at one point in time trying to, you know, mimic him to a certain extent. So, you know, okay. it just tickled me, but it's a blessing. And, you know, I, I even even with that, you know, I'll be listening to, you know, music, Christian music and, oh, you know, certain stuff. And, you know, I'll just be singing right along with him. I don't know how I sound, but to me, I sound good. So I just, <laughs> I just, you know, go with it in the spirit and, you know, just praise God and, you know, give God joy. And, you know, I just, I just thank God just, it's just a blessing, all in itself, and you know, just to know God is my personal Lord and Savior, and you know, a lot of things I don't understand, but I, I, you know, I go to God and I pray and I ask God to show me what He need to show me, expose who He need to expose to me, and expose what need to be exposed, and you know, just stay focused more or less, and you know, I, I can say this as well. Uh, so yesterday. Uh, you know, I spend the time meditating on God and just, you know, just in his word, you know, listening to the word and praying, you know, and I I, I was getting ready to start my day, you know, to go to travel, hit the road and do my 10 hours for the day. And uh, I, I was talking to, uh, before I, When I woke up, I uh, ended up going on, uh, you know, looking at Facebook, you know, and be praying and everything, and uh, I got done, and I just so happened to click on the Facebook, and uh, when I clicked up there, the first thing that popped up, I have a cousin back home in North Carolina, uh, and his name Calvin, and uh, his mom was, you know, co- congratulating him for uh finishing going to school for uh, his uh, associate's degree and you know that blessed me and uh, I know Ms., uh, Barbara you know you spoke in my life you know about going back to school but then prior to that you telling me a couple of days ago young friend of mine young lady she spoke in my life as well concerning going back to school and then waking up yesterday morning you know, after I prayed and, you know, just meditating and, and I seen that, you know, so that was just confirmation. But I say that, you know, as I talked to him, you know, and I was just sharing with him, you know, what I was going on and he was telling me about, you know, his situation and, you know, he was saying how, you know, he didn't think he could do it, you know, how his wife encouraged him, you know, and he was the only one in his family, you know, that finished school, you know, that got a, a degree like that, you know, and, uh, you know, how, how it blessed him, and he, he was saying, you know, how he was looking at it, you know, like he didn't think he could do it, you know, and he was like, you know, before I knew it, he was like, brother, because he was like, before I knew it, man, he was like, you know, that I was prepping to get ready to, to do the graduation, you know, the getting my my, my, my uniform, you know, my the, uh, the robe they wear and all that stuff, and he was like, man, you know, I was just in all crying and, 
And I told him, I said, yeah, it's a beautiful thing, you know, to know, you know, that you went through all you went through and, you know, everything that you had to go through, you know, but in the end you got this, something to show for what you did and uh, opportunity to make, you know, a better career, a better life, you know, concerning your life, you know, and God opened up doors for you. And, you know, he was just talking up and, you know, you know, I just told him, I say, man, I, you know, I, I'm encouraged by you, and I encourage you, and I told him I'm proud of you, and he was like, man, I appreciate it, and you know, I, I can say this, you know, just knowing, you know, when I first met him, before I even found out we was related, before I even, you know, before I first met him, you know, and just what he was going through at the time, you know, uh, separation with his wife, and basically it was in around the same time, you know. A little bit. Well, I basically it was around the same time that I was going through what I was going through, but I had already been in my separation, you know, already, you know. But you know, I was able to encourage him, even with him coming back, you know, to the ministry and you know being there, you know, when I was going through, you know, we would talk, you know, and I was share, you know, what I was going through, you know, in my situation, and you know, he listened to me and everything, and you know, I just seen how God moved in his life and how, you know, God draw them back you know, closer to him and, you know, his relationship with God grew and with his wife and, you know, everything came back together. And then they just not, not too long ago had a, a, a young son, you know, so God moved in that situation and that showed me. But I also want to say this, when I came out of the store, the truck stopped from talking to him. And I didn't even notice it when I got out of the truck, but when I came back and I was walking to my truck, as I opened the door to look out and got closer to my truck, it was another truck sitting beside me on the, on the next side, beside that truck. The truck said faith. So uh, I shut that up. I thank God. I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, faith, trust, you know, and, you know, I, you know, I just think about that, that Proverbs 5, 4, 5, 3, you know, 3, 5 through 7, you know, um, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. All your ways not him. He shall direct your path. Be not wise in your own eyes to the Lord, but depart and depart from evil. And you know, in that is trust and faith. You could put all that in a line and all that in the same thing because it's right. You know, lining up with the same consistency of you know your walk. You know, and what you you know having trust in in God, having faith in God. He said. Oh, what was it? He said, "Oh, faith was well, faith without works is dead." Mm-hmm. Word he said. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I, I just, you know, I just, oh, mm. uh, sorry, I got to excuse me, I'm trying to, whew, Jesus, I just thank him. You know, he he speak, you know, and a lot of times we got so much going on in our day and on our mind, but you know. The Lord has a, a funny and awesome and mighty way of speaking to us, but are we humble or are we at a point in our life where we can see when he speaks to us, you know, when he's showing us things? And, you know, it was just a blessing. Glory, hallelujah. I just thank you, Lord. I glorify your name. I thank you, Jesus. And it just let me know to trust him, to have faith that, you know, he's moving in my situation, you know, and even through that, just to have the patience, you know, because, Throughout all this, I had to have patience, you know, you know, 
not seeing it and things looking like it ain't going to go as planned or what I was hoping it to be. But, you know, the more that I had patience and was able to, you know, just trust God and wait. And a lot of times I want to move faster than what he wants, you know, but I, I'm I'm humbled, you know, at that too as well, you know, to know that, you know, just, just sit back, just relax, and in his time it'll be done. And this way God got me at this point, you know, just – you know, trusting him, having that faith, having that patience, and just waiting for him to do that move that he needed to do on my life. So I just want to encourage everybody out there listening, you know, just continue to hold on the God fast what you got, you know, and just trust and believe, and God will do it above, above, and all above all. You know, they say he leave you never for he'll leave you and never forsake you. Be with you to the end of the earth. So, you know, they're just a blessing to me and encourage me just to hold on, you know. Even when I get to the point where I feel like I can't go no further, I know now nah, you just got to that, that blessing right over the hill, you know. And it, the storm is going to clear up, you know. You just got to go a little bit further, just a little bit more. So thank God. And I just hope this word, you know, me saying this, bless somebody that need to hear this word and, Y'all, God bless y'all. Have a blessed and awesome day today. And, yeah, I just keep me in y'all prayers and I keep y'all in mind. And, and we just give God all the glory, honor, and praise. And we thank God for what he's doing, going to do in our lives. Glory be to God. And I thank God for Miss Barbara for you and this ministry and what you do daily and your sacrifice to come and have this show when you have it, the days. And, you know, I know it ain't like I know you. I can understand, you know, times you might want to rest, you know, but you in your obedience and you sacrificing and getting up to do that, you know, I know you see what God blessing you, what God opened the door. I already know that, you know, so, you know, it just encouraged me. So I thank you for what you're doing and seeing what you do encourages me and uh, a whole lot of other people. So I just thank you. I just wanted to tell you that. And I thank God for putting you in my life. And I thank God for being able to conversate with you because you are like another, uh, my other mother, you know, and, you know, we can laugh and joke. And I can tell you things and, you know, you want to encourage me you want the, with the word, you know. So, you know, I know that I'm getting godly counsel. It ain't, you know, no other stuff. You know, it's, you know, real, genuine love that you have for God, for people, you know, Oh God, so it just blessed me and just going to say that. God bless you. Love you, Miss Barbara and everybody out there. Love y'all. Truly, I can say that. You know, I, I'm just a person that love. You know, I don't want to have nothing in my heart towards anybody that somebody pray daily. Lord, take any jealousy and envy and hate out of my heart. Well, let me love as you love, Lord God. So, you know, I just thank God for, for wanting to feel like that and wanting that to be a part of me, you know, as he is. So, amen. And glory be to God. Thank y'all for just listening to me this morning. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank God for uh, the people he sent my way because this is what happens. Uh, you, you get friends. And not only that, you can gain daughters, you can gain sons, but an older women and men, you know, you can, if you're younger, y'all close to the same age, you can, uh, you know, 
get a sister or brother. If there's someone older, older, then we begin, we get a father or mother. Yeah. God is in the blessing business, and that's what he want to do for us, bless us, if we don't kick against it. Yeah. And some of us, he let us ran for a long time, and then he just yanked the chain back. Hey, come on back, sit here, let me talk to you a minute. You know, you've been doing this, this, and that. He'll show you yourself. And he said, nah, it's time to come in. Come on, come on, let me help you. And all of a sudden, you just have a mind to seek God. Things will come back to you that you could have, you know, started seeking him back then, but you didn't really remember because you was trying to fix it. You know, you gave him, you know, his ups, but you didn't give him your all. But today we lay it all on the altar, and we give God our all. We give him our true heart. Hallelujah. It's never say. So he can come in and fix it. Can we have that power, love, and sound mind? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we're grateful unto him this morning, thankful unto him. Thank God for you, Brother Anthony. And, uh, yeah, we have some good laughs and, you know, talk about some things that need to be talked about. And, again, God is just in the blessing business. Hallelujah. So is there anyone else? we got two minutes or three or four minutes you can talk here. <laughs> All right. 17 minutes total. So, look, if no one else have anything to say, and as they say in the church building, if our hearts are clear, our hearts and minds are clear, we'll pray out. All right. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you, Lord, this morning for all that has been said and done. Lord, we thank you for reminding us of Exodus and the things they are going through and went through. Father, we thank you that you brought them out, and so will you do it for us. If we are but have faith and trust you and have the patience to wait on you, we know that you're right now, God, when we need you to be. And sometimes there are not things that's needed right away. So, Lord, you allow us to go through the trial until we get the full lesson. And we're thankful unto you. But, Lord, you give it if we ask. We ask for the lesson. We ask for the meaning. You give it to us. And many times we don't ask, so we just go through the trial. But they only come to make us strong. Again this morning, Father, bless every caller and every listener those coming through the archives and the podcast. Father, our brothers and sisters overseas, we ask this morning, Lord, that you would shower us down with uncommon blessings today, things we've never gotten before, things we don't get that often. Lord, blessings make us happy. Yeah, blessings have us to open our mouth and tell you thank you. Father, we thank you for all your many blessings. All the miracles you've worked for us, seen and unseen, we thank you this morning. And as we depart today, Father, help us to keep our mind on you. It's you that will keep us in perfect peace. Help us not to be a lazy people and deciding you do all the work. But God, help us to do what we are able to do that you're pleased with. Bless our going out today. Bless our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Lord, we ask for money today because money answers all things. And again, money makes us happy. Money makes us glad. We want money, big, big money. Do it for us today. Nobody's mad but the devil in the name of Jesus. 
So, Father, we thank you for what you've done already. Thank you for what you're doing right now. And, Father, we thank you for what you're going to do again this morning. Great and mighty thing. So we ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another. In the name of Jesus, go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves the cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today in the name of Jesus. So we're going to our last song of the morning. And uh, after this song, I won't be coming back today. God bless you. God bless you. Have a great day, a great blessed day in Jesus' name. Yo, P. Jay, ready? It's the new swag, baby. Woke up this morning and I told myself, I can worry about what I cannot help. People dying innocently, hate is spreading rapidly. I'm not talking apathy, but some things God's gotta
telling you what I read. I'm telling you what I know. God's got it. I said, who for me? I said, who for my mama? I said, who? Oh, wait a minute. 